It's the world according to me. This is the COVID Bunker Edition, and I'm your host, Roger Berkeley. Well, these are definitely very tough times. It's gotten a little dicey being locked up together here in our little COVID bunker. And these tough times have called for us to do certain unusual things. We've made sure we've hidden all the knives. You know, you can't be too careful. And things are so bad, and everybody is so afraid of the um, the COVID-19 virus that when you see an alligator down here, they run the other way when they see people. I mean, they don't want anything to do with this. It's gotten really good. Uh, I've gotten really good at uh, online delivery. Instacart, Grubhub, and even Jeff Bezos have bought life insurance on me. So I'm getting used to these conveniences. I've been online so much that Siri now tells me to shut the fuck up. So what do you do when you can't do anything? Well, one of the things some people have done is they started to take master classes with experts in a whole variety of things from Steve Martin on how to play the banjo to Ron Howard on, to, on how to direct a movie. All kind, almost everything has a masterclass. You go to masterclass.com and you can see the whole range of possibilities there. Uh, the other thing you can do is you can, um, you can order food from your local small businesses um, as I said before, that will bring you the, uh, the, uh, the thankfulness of those people who actually get to run the delivery cars and the local stores who are going to deliver them to you as well. Um, you might want to uh, subscribe to digital newspapers. Um, I've had so many digital newspapers here that I'm starting to get digital newsprint on my fingers. Um, I subscribe to um, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and of course ProPublica. ProPublica you may not know, but you really do know them. ProPublica is a new model for how news is distributed. They are entirely not-for-profit. Um, they are nonpartisan. It is uh, run by the former business manager. Business manager? I think managing editor is the right thing. Uh, Dick will, Quebec, will tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, by uh, Dick Tofel, uh, who I've known since he was a wee tot at, at summer camp, um, when he introduced himself to me and told me that it was his intention to become the first... Uh, Jewish uh, president of the United States. What he's doing is actually much more important. What they do is they do a lot of investigative journalism and a lot of follow-up on things that are just not covered. Uh, and in a time when 
uh, our real newspapers are cutting staffs and reducing their coverage, they can partner with ProPublica, which is how ProPublica earns its keep in the world of journalism, uh, and, and either broadcast or co-produce uh, segments where the local outlet, uh, or even big outlets like uh, NPR uses them, um, the, and of course the Times, the Journal, and the Washington Post use them. Um, uh, Illinois, they have a special division that does nothing but cover the state of Illinois, um, and they work on the same way, and as time goes on, uh, ProPublica has been uh, expanding its, uh, its areas of specified uh, coverage. It's well worth uh, going to ProPublica.org and contributing to what they're doing. And also, they have a variety of, um, of projects that are posted on their own website. Um, you probably won't know the stuff they do that is uh, posted by other people, but you absolutely want to uh, support someone like ProPublica. Um, watch movies. Hey, watch movies. We, you paid all that money to get Netflix and HBO and Showtime and Hulu and Amazon Prime and Epics and whoever else you've got supplying you with movies. Um, you might as well use those now and make, make sure you're getting your money's worth. Um, we watched uh, A League of Our Own. Uh, Schitt's Creek is a series that we adore. It's about to wrap up. But if you can, you can go back and see the see all what was it, six seasons of Schitt's Creek. Um, Better Things is on FX on Hulu, and Better Things is I, I'm I'm tempted to call it a sitcom, but it's really not. It's a Pamela Adlon creation, um, and she is a uh, co-producer. Um, and co-writer sometimes um, with Louis C.K. I know Louis C.K. did terrible things. He really did. No question. But his take on life is very, very interesting. And Pamela Adlon and he have been working together for many, many years. So that's a really good story. It, it's about a woman who, a divorced woman, who's raising uh, three teenage girls on her own. And um, it's, um, it's very unusual. It's very funny. It's very moving. And it's very dramatic. If you had children, you'd know that. Um, here's just something else. Uh, uh, oh, here's one we found yesterday. It's called Unorthodox. Unorthodox is on Netflix, and it's the dramatization of a real story of a uh, young woman who grows up in the Satmar Orthodox Jewish community in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and escapes from that reality 
um, because she just doesn't fit in. She wants to be independent. She's not interested in being a baby factory, which is what women are allowed to be, really, is baby factories. Um, and she wants to be an edu uh, get an education. Um, and this is not typical of all Orthodox Jewish cults, but some of them it is. And the story is really a nice story. Um, Shira Haas is an Israeli actress who plays um, uh, Esther, who is uh, the, the, I guess, protagonist in the story. Uh, and that's worth watching on Netflix. Additionally, of course, everybody's watching Tiger King. Tiger King is one of the strangest things I have ever seen. And I definitely recommend that you watch as much of it as you can tolerate. It's one season. It's a, it's a documentary. It's true, which is just amazing to me that this is true. Um, and we've watched it. I guess there are a couple more episodes left to watch, but they're all up on Netflix right now. You're also going to want to watch The Big Lebowski, um, my all-time favorite movie, um, with Jeff Bridges and John Goodman. And, uh, and the best character is John uh, Tonturo, who plays Jesus, who he calls himself Jesus, who is a bowling uh, uh, opponent of, uh, of, the big of the little Lebowski, of Jeff Lebowski, um, and he has the best lines in the movie. Um, uh, Steve Buscemi is really terrific as well as a sort of mousy but very loyal and very sweet guy. Um, and it's Julianne Moore uh, is in this. I, this may have been her very first mo feature movie, but it, it's she's great. Um, and it's just a, it's a really fun movie. And I watch it, I watch it over and over again. I, I watch it um, almost always on Christmas Day or sometime around Christmas. And then periodically during the course of the year, I need a, a shot of the, the, of, uh, 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 of the dude. And the dude, that's... The, Jeff Bridges' character, the dude abides, and he has exactly the right attitude. Um, and he lives his life the way we are living our lives right now, these days, by basically doing nothing. And, uh, and he, But he's good at it. Everybody's got to be good at something. Um, what else? Can I, oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who Framed Roger Rabbit is just plain fun. It's just great. And there's enough serious crap going on around us where it's nice to have just plain fun. So Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which features a piano duet between Donald Duck and Daffy Duck, unrelated by the way, uh, which is extraordinary. And uh, Christopher Lloyd is brilliant. Um, Bob Hoskins is brilliant. I mean, it's just a really, really good movie. 
So I can definitely recommend that for you. If you don't like animation, it might be a little strange for you. This isn't really animation. It's an integration of animation into normal life. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's a very special uh, movie. Um, so here's something else you can do. Those little restaurants that are closed now um, are going to want to reopen, and they need our help to keep them going. So what I did was I reached out to one of my favorite restaurants in Westwood, New Jersey, called Jack's Cafe. And I, uh, I bought gift certificates at Jack's Cafe. And they're holding them, and I'll use them when they reopen and we're allowed out of the bunker and it's safe to go back to New Jersey, um, where we spend our summers. Um, and that gave them a shot of cash, not a lot of cash. It was like, I don't know, $250 worth of gift certificates. Um, but it gives them a little something. And if enough people do it, then that will help them a lot. So if you come from some other place than where you are now, call your friendly neighborhood local restaurants who are currently living on uh, delivery and curbside pickup and all that stuff and help them. Help them by buying gift certificates. You're going to use them eventually anyhow because that's, these are places you go to and, and enjoy. So I definitely think that's a good idea. Um, and if you've local restaurants where you are now and you're not, in fact, using them for delivery and pickup. Uh, buy some gift certificates for them, too, uh, because they need the help. I've also gone to another place in Westwood, New Jersey, which is probably the best butcher shop I've ever encountered. It's called Westwood Prime Meats, and they opened a little restaurant called Westwood Prime Eats. Um, and uh, Sal and John Petruso are uh, the proprietors. Uh, John really runs the restaurant uh, as also, uh, while also helping in the, in the butcher shop. Um, and we're down here where really good meat is impossible to find. Um, there are places that charge like really good meat, but the meat isn't that great. Well, I'm interested in keeping Westwood Prime Meats open and operating. So on Monday, uh, John uh, will be sending me a cooler box filled with meat that I can freeze down here, and that will help me survive through uh, the rest of my time before I'm allowed out. Uh, and uh, that's a good thing to do, too. Um, so if there are places elsewhere that you like and know um, and would like to help survive, you should do that too. Also, there are a couple of websites that will help you. There's one called Gold Belly. Gold Belly is an app um, and a website, and Gold Belly sends food from all over the country to wherever you are, generally overnight, sometimes two days, um, and it gives you a chance to have a Philly cheesesteak from a place in Philly. 
Um, it has gives you a chance to have um, a pizza from Chicago uh, or from New York. Um, in addition, there are some classic places. So that's that's Gold Belly, and Gold Belly is worth doing. And we've done it a couple of times. It works out pretty well. Of course, two of my all-time favorites are Zabar's, the famous uh, appetizer and uh, catering restaurant in or, or store uh, on Broadway in New York City. And if you go to Zabar's.com, you can order lots of stuff from Zabar's, and it will arrive on your doorstep the next day. Um, you should also tip your delivery people generously because they're the ones who are taking your risk for you. And so they need to be treated well. Um, so, and also in New York is the ultimate pastrami. I know you may have had pastrami and corned beef and that fabulous uh, Jewish-style deli stuff in other places, but no, you haven't. There's no place like Katz's Delicatessen. If you go to katzesdelicatessen.com today, you can have pastrami tomorrow. And I'm not talking that stuff you buy in the supermarket. I'm talking about really, really great pastrami. Matzo ball soup to die for. Uh, you can get a corned beef Reuben or a pastrami Reuben or even a turkey Reuben. Uh, you can get lots of things. Go to the website. You'll see all the things you can get. If you live in New York City, is there anybody still living in New York City? Well, they can't go anywhere else. So if you live in New York City, Katz's will deliver to you in the city the same day. So if you decide you want a pastrami sandwich, you can order from Katz's either on the website or on the phone, and the phone is listed on the website. Um, so that's one of the things when we come to Florida, I always miss is those summer visits to Katz's Deli. Uh, and this is a time when you can bring that to you. And actually, when this time is over, you can still bring that to you. So those are things that I think about doing, and that some of which I have done uh, during the period we're in the COVID uh, bunker here in Southwest Florida. also started to listen to other people's podcasts and realize uh, how lame my podcast is, not only because I don't really know anything, but I'm more than happy to share that with you, uh, but also because the production values are better. And there's stuff you can do about that. And I've decided that some people collect stamps, some people collect antiques, some people collect rare books. My cousin Bill collects rare books. And my friend John um, collect, collects uh, rare books. Um, and also music. John does music as well. Um, and uh, so I've decided that my hobby is going to be doing this crazy cut, cut podcast. If I could talk, it would be better. But hey, you get what you get, you know? You didn't pay anything to get this. So, you know, get past it. And one of the things that inspired me 
was that one of my early podcasts um, was uh, was greeted with um, a series of really nasty um, posts by just a couple of people. Most people ignored it, which is pretty much the thing to do. Um, but these folks really went after me. And I noted that if I can actually make people that upset, then I've accomplished my job. And these people who say things like, you should, um, you should go back to Russia, or whatever the hell they say, or um, eat shit, or whatever they say, um, you know, they're taking the time to listen to this and to make that decision that I should eat shit. And I appreciate the huge amount of effort that they put into uh, attacking me. And I want to thank them for that. And uh, it may, makes me believe that there are some people who might actually find this interesting, either positively or negatively. And as is usually the case, people who like it uh, won't say anything about it, which is perfectly all right. I really don't care. Um, and the people who, uh, who don't like it are more likely to uh, vent. And I don't care about them either. Those are folks who seem to have forgotten that the name of the podcast is The World According to Me. That's me. Not them. Me. And I don't care what they think. That's not my job. My job is to entertain myself and have a good time. So I've decided to upgrade the, um, the, the nature of this, uh, of this podcast. I've been recording it on an iPad, and it turns out that you're really limited uh, as to what you can do on an iPad, although this has been essentially good enough. But So uh, I, I'm making some changes. For one thing, um, I, the iPad has to be replaced. Uh, so I'm getting a new um, uh, MacBook Air, uh, which will be serve as the hosting platform here at uh, COVID Bunker, um, and uh, that should arrive in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, you know, it takes a while to whip those kids uh, in China, in the Apple factory, uh, to whip them into line and get them to make stuff. Uh, but I'm sure that Apple will be more than happy to do that. Um, and uh, I got a, uh, a wireless microphone, which should make the sound quality a little bit better, hopefully a lot better. Um, these are not expensive toys, by the way. These are really easy to do. Um, and the other thing is, um, I am, uh, I'm getting some help. That's right. Not just the psychiatric help you're all pretty sure uh, I need, and those of you who know me better know, know that more, but um, there are people, actual professional people, who are voice actors. Oh, you hear them do commercials. You hear them do characters in cartoons uh, or um, animated commercials. Um, and when you hear their voices, you don't really think about them much. Well, I happen to have a, uh, a friend who lives out in Canada, Utah, 
and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but uh, she is, uh, besides being a certified uh, uh, vet tech who worked at the uh, Best Friends uh, uh, Animal Sanctuary in Canada, Utah, um, and that's another thing you could look up online and give some money to. It wouldn't hurt you to throw a couple bucks their way, uh, which you can do if and give up that third bottle of wine after dinner. Um, and, and she, her name is Genevieve Hannon, and Genevieve is an actual professional. And when you hear her voice, which you won't recognize unless you hear her a lot and know her, um, she comes across as being a really talented voice announcer. And that's true. She is that. When I think of Genevieve, because I know her, um, I think of those flashing, smiling eyes, that uh, delicious laugh, um, and her incredible sense of um, joy at being alive and... Uh, of doing things like singing with her husband, Ron, and doing stuff like that. So I asked Genevieve if she would do some of the, uh, the openings and some drop-ins, things you can, I can use from time to time uh, to separate segments of the show. Uh, now I use generic music, you know? That's all right, but it's not Genevieve. And um, so... She was going to do that for me, get started. We were to talk about it, talk about it once, and we were going to talk about it again. But she got called in by best friends because during this time of COVID bunkering, um, they're the best friends animal shelter, and I suspect the animal shelters in your area need help, and they need trained, competent help. And Genevieve is just that. So she had to go in and, uh, and well, she didn't have to, but she answered the call and went into Best Friends and helped them um, when they got jammed up. So my little stupid project has been pushed to the side. And you're saying, well, are you going to pay thousands of dollars? Hey, what do you care? It's my money. And I don't have any idea. We haven't talked about how much I'm going to pay. It'll cost me something. But, you know, there are people who pay lots of money for books or baseball cards or whatever it is. And I don't begrudge them that. That's okay. You got it. Spend it. Do something that makes you happy. This is starting to make me happy. And I know having Genevieve around... Uh, will make me happier. It's my hope that uh, between the new computer, the microphone, um, Genevieve, um, I'll come up with a podcast that makes me really happy and that you won't be uh, put off by it and uh, that you'll enjoy it too. So I think for now, that's all I have. Um, and let me remind you that everybody is going through this together. And we need to take care of everybody. We need to check on our neighbors. Uh, we need to check on our friends. And we need to 
stay safe. Uh, shelter at home. Stay in your, in your place. Um, uh, I hope it's as nice as this place. I'm currently sitting out on our lanai, which is a screened-in porch. And uh, that's what we called them back in New Jersey when I was a kid, a screened-in porch. Um, and looking at a lake with some birds in it. And uh, that's another thing that's happened, you know. Because uh, there are no cars and no people, um, they are, uh, the birds are back. And they're back and they're singing. Well, these damn birds keep singing the same song. I keep saying to them, you know anything else? Can you sing a little Springsteen or something just to change it up? But they don't, you know. But anyhow, it's good to have the birds back. Another little interesting sidelight is the canals in Venice, um, which have been rising because water levels are rising. But those canals haven't been clear to the bottom in literally hundreds of years. Today, the canals in Venice are running clear. So that begins to tell you that global warming eh, pollution is, eh, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's science, and it's real, and that proves it. Uh, the air quality in some of our largest congested areas um, is beginning to get better. Um, and that's all great stuff. Uh, so that's, you know, one of the good side effects. That's beside the fact that Rand Paul, who is a, uh, uh, a really, just a whack job, um, and he's named for Ayn Rand, and she was a whack job. So uh, she was the perfect uh, namesake for, for Rand Paul. He's been diagnosed with uh, COVID-19. Uh, I don't want anybody to die from this disease. He might like to get really sick before he recovers. But um, I don't want anybody to die. So, uh, so that's another good thing that came of this. Uh, in the meantime, uh, among the other people we need to take care of is health professionals. Um, I have a son-in-law who is a doctor. Um, and so far, he is not working with uh, COVID patients. Uh, but... Uh, when I had the unfortunate occasion to be at Weill Cornell um, Medical Center last June, there was a guy who worked on me, and you may have seen Dr. David Price's video, uh, which has started to go viral, and which I, uh, I posted some time ago. Um, and uh, it is, uh, David is a, he's currently working in the ICU, and he's a pulmonologist, and he is uh, smart. He's not given to panic. He doesn't do television. He doesn't do, um, I don't know, he, he's, he's reasonable. He's down to earth, and his video explains it all. If you go to YouTube and you type in David, Dr. David Price or David Price, uh, probably this video will, video will come up. But he is in, on the front lines every single day. And when they tell us that there have been millions of masks delivered to New York City, trust me, 
that's just a couple of days worth of masks. Um, and we need more and we need better. Uh, respirators um, also are in great demand. Um, and he talks about that in his video. Uh, so take care of our, our medical professionals, our nurses, the people who clean the hospitals. They need to be taken care of. They need to be cared about and cared for. And we need to make sure that the people who are actually fighting are getting the equipment they need. So I think that's it for me for now. I'll talk to you again whenever I get around to talking to you again. In the meantime, please uh, enjoy wherever you are uh, to the extent that you can enjoy it and uh, be happy.